And that's why I'm running for president. <laughs> oh, boy, I'd vote, vote, vote for you. Oh, do you want to know my answers that. for that bet? Yeah. Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren. There you go. Mm, hopeful. Ah, that's my bet. Where are you going? Trump, baby. You're going Trump. Yeah. Do you want? To, so we're putting money on this. Let's put fifty bucks on it. Fifty bucks. Who do you fucking think you are? Right. Steve Coogan Mr. over here. Right. I don't get that reference. Greed. See a movie sometime. Okay. Gosh, keep up with um, the culture. I watched a also, documentary. Also, Steve Coogan just well off by himself, just True. independently wealthy. Would bet fifty bucks. He'd bet fifty he bucks. Yeah. Easy. Hundred percent. I watched a documentary of his Australia stand-up tour okay. the other day, which was a documentary of it, not the actual yeah. show. No, huh. it was on. It was on ABC iView. It was like Steve Coogan. It was just like the behind the scenes of his comedy tour. Wow. He comes off as kind of a prick. I can believe that. <laughs> like pretty uh, up and pretty nasty. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, bit nasty to his. Well, not maybe not nasty, but kind of like bit rude to the people who are working for him. Yeah, for I could sure. totally see it. Yeah. But he's a funny fucking dude. He's, yeah, he's good. Um, you, you think Trump? Yeah, I, I I would bet Trump. I am betting Trump. Okay. I'm betting on Trump. How about $28? $28. I don't want to drop $50. I don't have 50 bucks lying around. Because that makes it interesting. Fine, twenty eight dollars. <laughs> okay, twenty eight dollars. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I like that you started to protest, and then immediately were like, "I'm still getting the thing that I wanted, which is a yeah. financial investment." And also, I was the one who said fifty dollars. So, it, like, I don't look cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, it's but- fine. I mean. You know what? Another I don't four think years I look of Trump either. is going to be so exhausting, though. Oh, I agree. I, I, I don't like. Think it was fun. Don't get me wrong. It was fun. It's been really fun. <laughs> I don't and think that's true. I was glad. I'm like. So there's some part of me that was kind of you know. It's glad. Glad it happened. Glad I could just watch it. Glad. Glad I could. It was fun to watch. But like another four years, it's going to be like <laughs> this is boring for now. Yeah, it's like. I'd, do I have to watch the entire season or can I just like watch the premiere and the finale and get the gist? Yeah. Do I have to stick through all eight? Yeah. Now like some stability will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> now that we've all had a wild ride, just time for relaxation time. But I would like to see the the stats on uh, how often the... Uh, sitting president is re-elected because it's quite i think it's quite high from just i guess i think i think mental picture is most probably most presidents that run for a second term get it i think at least in recent history you had two obamas you had two george w bush Bush. you had two clinton you Mm. had two bush senior i think so i don't know i can't think how far back it goes um, yeah, so I think, I think that at least recent history would suggest it, but the, the crazy thing is since like 1992, Republicans have been losing, um, 
you know, uh, popular votes. Basically, at that turning point, um, when Clinton got into office, they've been a minority party. And the way that they've held on to power in that time has been through, you know, gerrymandering and, and, you know, manipulating the system rather than just winning the free... um, uh, a free, you know, fight of ideas, really. Yeah. And, yeah, I guess the other thing is, in, you know, working in your favour, I guess, if we're just going to focus on the bet and not the fate of millions of Americans, is that Trump is way different than any other president that we've ever had. Just to wrap up this political thing, when are we... Um... So this is about the 2020 election, yes? And there were two, two, there were two bats. The first one was a Democratic nominee, and the second mm-hmm. one was win the election. Is that correct? Yeah, true. Okay. Um, so this, are we doing, is it, is it going to be half paid out halfway through, or are we waiting for the election to pay out um, both of them? Well, I haven't given, we haven't given our... Well, I haven't given my Democratic nominee, so maybe that's maybe that's a side pot. You've you phrased it like that originally, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, okay, yeah. Just forget what I say. I would get. I would. Mm, it's not. You're not going to like it, but I'm. You're going by. Like, yeah, the Maverick. I think. I think his name. I don't know how you can watch the past two weeks of American politics and think a. Trump's literally being impeached and B Biden's name has been dragged through the muck for two yeah. weeks and all of his um, polls are dropping and he's like getting less donations from um, other than other democratic candidates. I don't know how mm. you can look at both of those things and say, yeah, both of those people are going to win. <laughs> yeah. Only, only because, um, only because he just seems like a president to me. He seems like the president. Do you know unlike, what I mean, though? Unlike, you know, a black woman or a white woman or a gay man, there's okay. just something about the straight old white man which just feels presidential, you know? I didn't know he was straight. You put, you put, you put words in my mouth. <laughs> um, don't you find him creepy, though? I find nah, him a bit I find, creepy. I find him the best, dude. I love him. Okay. He's, of I your think weird so cool. political crushes, who do you... Um, uh, admire more Trump or Biden? Oh, don't say admire. <laughs> I'm just admire. putting the words into the sphere that you've already verbalized. No, I said Trump was fun. Exactly. Was you look fun. up to him. You think of him as a father figure. <laughs> he's, he's somewhat of a father figure. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> he has the closeness and warmth that I just am needing. Yeah. He's. Look, there might be some similarities. <laughs> <laughs> that is very unkind to Peter. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're say Yeah, I don't know. You, you think they're long shots, both of those, do you? I, I think uh, Biden's absolutely um, empirically been trending down. Um, I, 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 and I just think because Trump sees him as the rival and is going to expend all the energy shitting on him, um, I, I also think he's not one to... Um, enthuse a democratic base which is looking for revolution um and so i think 
Like a, he just won't ad- attract the kind of um, fundraising or grassroots momentum that some of the others, like a Sanders or a um, Harris, would get. Uh, yeah, sorry, I wonder what um, what Bernie Sanders' heart attack will do for his camp. It can't can't help it, can it? Yeah, I mean that's the the awkward thing is that, I mean it, it's kind of um, the sexism comes into it again because Clinton had that health scare where she had like a cold or or something right and she needed to chill in her um, campaign and there was all these like whispers and rumors and like oh she's not fit for the presidency she's she doesn't yeah. have what it takes <laughs> blah 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 and then um, <laughs> Sanders goes off and has a <laughs> like a triple stent heart attack. Um, and everyone's like, oh, he's just pushing through, you know, good old Sanders. You what know, he works, he works so hard out there. Yeah, um, he's tougher than we thought. He's tough. He made it. He's, <laughs> he's, this is exactly what I look for. Yeah. Um, what a fighter. What a fighter. Um, so, yeah, it's. Um, I, I think that he will probably, because he's got a, a spike of attention on him, I think he probably will benefit from the heart attack. But I don't oh, know. I was, saying, I was saying that he wasn't going to benefit from it. Oh, you weren't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I mean, it's I could see sympathy levels for him rising, but political effectiveness probably dropping because you were off the map for a while, um, not able to be out there meeting people or not able to contribute in the national conversation. So it probably will hurt his his reach. Yeah, I mean, I do think that it. I do think it will. It hurts his campaign to have the heart attack because he already kind of looks like an old guy. And yeah. I really don't think, like like you said before, the Democratic base are looking for a progressive. For, yeah. And someone with the vitality to go up against Trump. Yeah. Who's and, got, and who's got fair, a lot of energy, by the way. Trump has a, depends loads on the of situation. energy. Um, to be fair to Sanders, he's actually quite um, exuberant, really, as well. Um it belies his age, um, but yeah, I I think I think that you're right that the the popular energy of the democratic base is is looking for something different. And pe- people people think that uh, either um, Sanders or Warren's supporters will would switch to either either side, wouldn't they? Um, yeah, I think so. so. If, if if Warren doesn't get the nomination. Sanders would clean up all of her votes. Yeah. And I think the other way that the, the tactics of that might work, if they're um, wary of the um, of what happened with Clinton um, and who she picked as her um, running mate, I wonder if rather than avoid the sort of, well, it was Sanders or it was nothing, so fuck you, Clinton, kind of um, thing that happened in 2016... I wonder if the Democratic Party will be a lot more switched onto it this time. And if Warren gets it, she'll have Sanders as the veep. And if Sanders gets it, she'll have uh, he'll have Warren as the veep. And then you you really do unify both um, bases and energize both bases. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> uh, welcome to D Ford, everybody. That was smooth as silk. Uh, this is a uh, podcast that we do on the regular um, in order to inform you, the devoted listener, about the state of the world and what you should be doing and thinking and eating. Cheezles. Uh Sitting with me through the internet today, Michael. Say hi, Michael. G'day. 
And I'm Nick. Still liking these grooves. Still liking how these these new theme song vibes are feeling. I hope everyone's getting in a bossa flavor at the moment. It's uh, it's all going great. Have you had any feedback? Had no feedback. Um, no, no feedback. But I no news is good news is what they say in the newspaper business. Um, saves paper costs. So in that same uh, spirit, I'm going to. I, I had one person that was. Um... I just don't think they like to change. You know, when I, I feel it too. When I listen to a podcast and they change the jingle, I've been like, no, I miss the old one. But then you eventually, it's like when Facebook changes the layout, you get used to it. Yeah. Um, well, I believe that much like Facebook, uh, the new theme song will be internationally beloved and respected among both uh the public and the critical community. Um, but what are we talking about this week? Listener. That was a question doing... for you because do you remember we oh. set it up at the cliffhanger last time where dragons. They don't remember. It's dragons. Den. It's two weeks. We're on a two week schedule guys. You can remember things for two weeks. Do you know bi-weekly means both two week every two weeks and twice a week. I know it's really annoying. Like biannual. So stupid. Biannual. Every two years or every, twice a year? Bianual? Bianual. Are there two, two anuses? Two butts? <laughs> two. <laughs> that just means two anuses. <laughs> Bianual. <laughs> Could be every second anus, though. Like you go in one, but yeah, you don't go in the other. How long? How often do you record your podcast? Bianally. What? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, Dragon's Den. We're Dragon's Denning. We're, um, we're going to pitch some great ideas. And if you want to buy, let's just, you know, we'll set up a, we'll set up a PayPal. You know that we get emails from Can we get people to vote? Oh, we should set up a vote. Okay. Yeah. On maybe Facebook. Yeah, that's a good idea. But then people who haven't listened to the episode are just going to vote. That's, that's. Oh, maybe we'll, wait, no, I know, I know a foolproof way around that. You just say in there, if you haven't listened to the episode, you can't vote. I think that'll solve the problem. No one's going to touch that. Yeah. Um, Done. Some would argue that being able to sell it in a Facebook poll is probably a good testament to the strength of the ideas. So I, I don't know. I think it's fair game. All right. That's fair. I just come around so easily to whatever you say. No, you don't. I, I, re- I do. Okay, I, you miss my no, setup. seriously, I've, you miss yeah. my setup. It fucking annoys me. I want to agree with you less, usually. I don't want you to agree with me less. I like it when we disagree. Yeah, but you just want it to be disagreeing, like, arbitrarily. I don't know what that means. I like disagreeing. Do you not like disagreeing with me? I like agreeing with you as well. Oh, that's so sweet. Sometimes. Okay, don't walk it back. But I don't like it when you talk me around from my point of view <laughs> I, I like my fighting worst. and i don't like agreeing i i don't i really hate it when i have a shitty opinion of you on something and then you bring me around to like a rational view <laughs> like with that link that i sent you today <laughs> i was like fuck yeah okay Man. recap it you can't mention it and now just leave it ambiguous um, I should have known because it was fucking <laughs> Joe Rogan's Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Michael G. Uh, 
ate into it so much. So I sent Nick this post today, and it's it's a clip. Uh, it's like an article, a screenshot of an article, and it says Portland bans urinals in a $200 million gender-neutral remodel of government building. And then the article, well, the, the, the screenshot goes on to say that um, the city of Portland has banned urinals and is basically getting rid of all urinals. And this is a quote. Um, While urinals use less water than toilets, they are a relic of a bygone era when men uh, when men and women were recognized as biologically different. And <laughs> Michael thought, I ate that shit perfect. up. This is, I've, that's sold. I mean, you can't yeah. argue with this. A screenshot off an Instagram. I'm going to send yeah. this to Nick right now. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, look at look at this, Nick. Look at where society, look at where your political correctness has gone. <laughs> and then Nick sent me back straight away. I don't know how you fact check that spot. I literally, I literally just typed the headline into my search engine. The first thing that came back was the Sm- the Snopes article, which said mostly false. It was the <laughs> first hit for anyone who put in. Like ten uh, seconds worth of like journalistic <laughs> effort it says, and this is from you who did a journalism degree. I know, uh, and I just pasted the Snopes back in and said, <laughs> "Can you please put in like six percent more effort and stop being so fucking credulous?" And I didn't know, but of course it makes sense. You fucking got it off Joe Rogan's fucking Instagram, <laughs> you moron. I can't believe it. I can believe it. Uh, I went so I that made me laugh. By the way, when you sent me that, I, I was just like, I've got nothing to stand on here. I can't argue this. I just, I just massively just ate shit just then. And then I went to check on the comments, and no one was saying that it was fake. And I, I was, I was tempted to comment on there. You know, this is fake, right, you guys. <laughs> You should have. Yeah, but that would have been disingenuous because then I would have been wanting to get points for being the guy that pointed it out, you know, which I didn't. There's no points on Instagram anymore. They've got rid of numbers. Facebook have done that as well. Really? Yeah, I was thinking that's, yeah, Facebook have just done that, which is great for us. For what? We don't necessarily get that many likes, so now it just looks like we get as many likes as everyone else. <laughs> as long great. as we get two likes, it's just a, I see. I see numbers. Just, they must be just doing it in Australia. Uh, it might be a trial run in Australia. Yeah, maybe. Um, alrighty, shall we? Um, shall we enter the dragon? Who wants to go first? Um, you go Do first. You, you oh, I go, go first. first. Well, whatever. You go. You go first. Okay. So uh, best to last. Dragon's Den. Never watched Dragon's Den, by the way. I just know it conceptually. My I, my understanding is someone just comes in with a great idea and, like, they're rich judges. Is that right? And they just say, I'll invest. I won't invest. What's your business model? That sort of thing. Is that right? That's my understanding of it, too. Cool. So, I, I um, are you going to be the judge? Are you going to? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll act as the judge. Okay, great. Um, well, let me uh, put on my suit and tie, um, and bring up my notes. To be honest, just right off the bat, should have yep. done that before you walked in the boardroom, mate. I I thought what I might actually do is start with a little bit of sex cells. So I strip off completely 
in front of them, just flash a little bit of the old booty, pull on the suit and tie again. So you, so you come in with a suit and tie. You no, take I'm off holding the suit a suit and, and tie. Put it back on. I come in. So in you're just wearing pants. regular clothes. I'm wearing sweatpants, like Ugg okay. boots, basically my normal outfit, and then come in holding suit and tie, strip it all yeah. off, a little bit like. I don't have music, but I I sort of hum a little bit of you can keep your hat on, just like yeah. to sort of get people in the mood, <laughs> and then suit and tie back on, ready to very pitch. nice, classy, okay. classy as well. I like it. How many times have you asked yourself this, Michael? What's it going to cost to visit Sweden? So many times, dude. Thank you. How much is a cheese and gherkin sandwich and a tomato juice? A lovely flavor, dude. Exactly. Well, let me introduce you to this product of your dreams to answer this and more questions. It's called Priceberg.com. It's a website. Priceberg. Priceberg has a vast database of common items and users in every country around the world submit the average price of what that item costs in their country. Then Priceberg indexes that against current market rates and shows you in relative terms what the cost of things are in that country relative to where you come from. So, let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. You have Australian dollars. Well, if you go to America, the food and alcohol is going to be cheaper. Technology, transport costs more. Sandwich, cheaper in America. It's only four Australian dollars. Sandwich in Australia, seven Australian dollars. Now I know going to America going to be cheaper. But you go to Switzerland, well, you can pay way more for a steak. It's going to be fucking outrageous. A, a steak and a pint, $50. Obnoxious. Maybe I won't go to Switzerland. Now I know. Thanks, Priceberg. Because like we Priceberg. say at Priceberg, money floats. It does? It's, it's, like, it's, an, econ- it's an economics term. Is it like a... Because it's is is it burgers in burger? Is it or is what? it burgers in like a Jewish person? What? It's it's burgers in iceberg. It's price oh, iceberg. Price ice price iceberg. Oh like an iceberg that floats, but priceberg. Because I wasn't money the iceberg. floats. Yeah. And just just picture Land a logo which is like an iceberg, but it's got a dollar sign on it. Okay. My brain was so far off where that was. I was thinking like price and burger, as in, as in like a burger because like a, you're a pe- a, matching yeah, burger. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well thought out. Yeah. I wish first first thing I could say is that I wish you didn't go first. Um, <laughs> and so, is this an app? It's a website. It's an app. It's a um, it's a online user experience um virtual reality virtual reality wow google glass (laughs) yeah it's a google glass exclusive um and do you have first of all do you have the domain should uh, no no i don't have the domain okay maybe i should buy the domain can you can you can you get the domain i think i can get the domain pretty recently yeah okay if not, I'll just, just gonna... like offer them, I don't know, something that I have in exchange. You know, have, I'm have just going to go shoes. along to priceberg.com. What's well, priceberg.com.net? 
Priceberg.com. Let's, let's Let have a look. see what comes up. Not loading for me. Ooh, yeah, Ooh. me neither. Oh, we might have an open domain on our hands. Really? <laughs> okay. Well, it didn't even didn't even load for me either. So that's good. That's looking good. That's good. That's first tick. Uh, do you have a what? What are you going to need? What are you going to need for money? What for investment on this? I think I probably need a cool mill. A million dollars. Yeah, just a cool, just like, it's only a million when you think about it. How um, much do apps cost? I mean, I know the answer, I'm just testing you. Uh, apps cost, Usually. like, well, it depends on whether you go to, like, a, a single person to make one for you or, like, a proper, um, like, app development studio that does things for corporate level. Uh, seriously, like, a corporate level app company will charge you, like, $400,000 plus to make an app. Like, it's really 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 expensive if you go through a, a proper thing but that's not the way i want to do it i want to spend my money on hiring people so we have an engineering team in our staff you know that that work for us so we're going to need someone to build and maintain the website okay yeah so the focus is going to be the website well it's all going to be the same back end you know and that'll feed into the app into the virtual <clears throat> reality into the website it's all the same database but that database is user submitted as well so most of it is going to be getting the um, technology up and running and then you just need to advertise and tell people hey you know if you're in switzerland please enter what a panini costs so that we've got a universal panini index and you can see oh namibian panini that's going to be cheaper than uh you know lithuanian panini maybe i'll spend my money going to lithuania Um, for me, I was thinking that this would work better with, you know, just items rather than actual things that you'd buy at a restaurant. Just yeah, because I mean, there's that, so I'm... much disparate, so so there's such a broad spectrum of like quality products versus cheap products. Yeah, cheap, I, I'm, you know, I'm picking, about. I'm thinking like universal stuff. So maybe panini and sandwich is not the best idea. Like two liters of milk and a, a thing of bread and a thing of eggs or whatever, you know, talking about sort of essentials. Plus also, you know, you have a 20 minute cab ride or something as a comparison or a, a bus ticket or, you know, just, just the sort of the day-to-day essentials of what you might need or encounter when you're out traveling. <clears throat> Um, Let me ask okay. you a question. Well, yeah, how, how expensive, when you went to Sri Lanka, did you have a sense of what things cost relative to where they cost from home? No, I mean, to be honest, that that is why I'm really in, quite into this idea because it's fresh off a new country and I genuinely, I thought that. I had this thought. I didn't have the thought to, you know, bring it to the dragon's den yeah, but I had the need. The need was there. Need for speed. The need for feed, baby. The need to know what the feed, the price of the feed. Yeah, mm. no, nah, we'll workshop it. It's okay. I've got a million dollars. So yeah, I mean, if I can think of, um, uh, I mean, what I was doing when I was overseas is I'm I'm putting it into a currency converter. Yeah. Putting in the price, but that's a you're basically cutting out the middleman there. Well, I think so it's I, also I, I, it's like a pre-trip kind of ritual, as much as it is a tool for when you're over there. You know, okay. So I think it's like 
it's an information database that'll help you sort of plan and think ahead and be like, okay, so if I'm going to eat one sandwich and one liter of milk a day when I'm traveling, this is, I'm going to need 12 Australian dollars times by a week. I'm going to need $84 worth of food expenses when I'm on this leg of my trip, you know? So a little bit of like forward planning. And then while you're over there, you can kind of, you could use it as a currency converter if you wanted to, I guess. Okay. Look, Nick, um, I'm a, obviously, you know, I'm a very successful businessman. Yeah, I can. I don't like to mess around. I don't like to mess around. I like a straight talker. Mm -hmm. I like a straight shooter. Mm -hmm. And you seem to me like to be like a straight shooter. I'm very straight. To be honest, that's, (laughs) sorry, I have the flu. (laughs) That, to be honest, that, uh, that suit business at the start. Uh Uh-huh. Bit sexy. Too sexy. Too sexy. Thought it was a bit weird. And then I thought you might have come off a little bit too sexy. Um, I knew it. But I admired it. I admired it because you're thinking outside the box. Mm -hmm. This is what I'm willing to offer you. I want to give you 800,000 and I want 40% stake in the company. 900,000, 20%. I feel like you just lowballed me. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, uh, it's a it's a big world out there. Lots of potential investors. Twenty percent. All right. Just so I don't look like a chump. Eight hundred and fifty thousand and twenty percent. Eight seventy five. Seventeen percent upfront. Three percent on return of interest. Deal. <laughs> Deal. Sold. Sold. Congratulations. Yes, we're shaking hands. And the deal is now done. Wow. I can't believe I just made Did 875. Just wow. I would have settled for eight. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, Michael. Item no. number one. Oh, okay. Nick, do you ever Don't flick through name. Nicholas? It's Mr. Shadel to you. Sir. Mr. Nick, Mr. Shades. Do you ever, do you, do you constantly find yourself buying into bullshit that Joker Rogan posts on Instagram? Sold. That's not okay. (laughs) (laughs) I could use this a lot. Introducing bullshit, Rogan bullshit detector. Um, It's it's just a filter that blacks out every one of his posts. (laughs) Yeah. We can hire a team and we just go through your Facebook feed and unsubscribe to people who are slightly right-wing slash alt-right. Okay, so the actual one, which is... That was not a bad one, was it? Okay, so mine was kind of along the same same lines Mm. as yours. Mm. Um, Vaguely. So, this is... This is a cooking app. Who? A cooking app. Okay, go on. Now, how often, how often, Nick, are you at home? You don't know what to cook. You don't want to order out. You don't want to order Uber Eats again for the third night in a row. And you've got things in your your pantry that are just going to waste. They've oh. been in there for a while. You've got some stuff in the fridge, but you don't know what to cook. You don't know whether they're still safe to eat. No, you, this is a app to, that tells you eat. whether or not it's healthy to eat a potato, which is kind of green on the outside. 
It's not that. Okay, well, that's a million dollar idea. So this app, I've got I've got two names. I haven't actually decided on the name. Okay, well, pitch. I'll tell both. you what the app. I'll tell you what the app does first, okay. and then I'll tell you my two names. You type so in the my, products, and then so it you tells you what in, to make. You type in what you've got. You type in what you've got in the pantry. Mm-hmm. You type in what you what ingredients you've got in the fridge, mm-hmm. and the app sorts through thousands, if not millions of recipes that you can make with the ingredients that you've got in your fridge or pantry. I love it. What's it yeah. called? It's called Pocket Chef. Pocket or Chef. Dinner Doc. Dinner Doc as in doctor? Yeah. The Dinner Doctor. I'm pretty dinner sure Pocket doctor. Chef exists. Here's it sounds fir- like it exists, that's why. Here's, here's my first question. That's why it's so good. Yeah. Have you looked to see whether this exists? Um, because here's like the answer: it does. Exists. It absolutely does. It doesn't. It it absolutely How do does you know exist that? because I it doesn't used exist. it in the past. No, you haven't. I have. No. Why don't we do it? You're a, mistaken. Uh, don't Michael. Have, take, you, have you investigated? Take my word for it, dude. Okay. Um. Well, as it happens, it is a great idea. It. I do have that situation where I go to the pantry and I look in the cupboards and I say, "What am I going to make?" make with this half a bag of couscous some old tomatoes uh a coconut cream uh some uh fettuccine noodles uh some vermicelli noodles uh some you can brown we rice we um, just i have a lot of brown staples but okay. what do i do with it i feel like you're doing my heavy lifting right now i, I my um answer is to turn to one of the numerous existing websites which do this for you and puts in the well, recipe that so what are you going to google though what are you going to google like i'm rec- sure that it is like food.com recipes what can i make with my ingredients can i make with the ingredients i have oh fuck it came up as a suggested super cook fuck this my fridge food, that's even better than the other one. Damn it. <clears throat> okay. Already, okay, supercook.com um, says, Dinner's met its match. Just add your ingredients and Supercook instantly finds matching recipes from the most popular co- cooking websites. So let's w- put this in here. Couscous. Uh, oh, yes, drop-down menu. That's great. Let's add another uh, another key ingredient. Uh, okay, we're gonna... well... Gonna Look, put in some as featured in Time Magazine. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else are we gonna put? We're gonna put some tomatoes in. Uh, that's good. This is a slick website. It's it's got look a drop down. You can tick the onion and garlics. But is it an app? Uh, this is humiliating right now. By the way, that you're actually going through this process. Rice, <laughs> salmon. Okay, so I've typed in garlic, onion, rice, and salmon. It's given me 184,243 matches. So I've got some options when it comes to cooking dinner here at supercook.com. And here's the bad news. They've got a worse name than uh, Dr. Pantry. You say worse name? A worse name. Dr. Pantry. Pantry Doc. What do you call yours? Dinner Doc. Dinner or Pocket Doc. Chef. 
Pocket Chef definitely exists. Have you looked up <laughs> Pocket Chef? I'm sure that that's a thing. Pocket Chefs? Pocketchefs.com. No, pocket that's chef. Pocket Chefs. Pocketchef.com pocket also exists. <laughs> yeah, but what do they do? They... <laughs> you should go to Pocketchefs.com because this I website am. was made in 1999 and it is truly wonderful. Everyone playing at home, please... Jump into pocketchef.com and just luxuriate in the animated GIFs. Wait, <laughs> are you on pocketchef.com or pocketchefs.com? Pocketchefsingular.com. Pocketchef.com. Oh, pocketchefs.com. <laughs> it has an, an animated Basset Hound GIF and some guy in a chef hat. Um, Google won't even let me go onto it. It's because I'm on the website and it can only have one person on at a time. No, it says it, attackers might be trying to steal your... Information from pocketchef.com. Yeah. If you click the, um, the like, alternative options or whatever, you can actually proceed into that website. Can you? Yeah. Oh. You see that? Yeah, you shouldn't do it very often unless I've you I've missed out it. on so much porn. Oh, I'm so sorry. From not knowing that. Okay. Oh, this is gross. <laughs> this is, like, 1999 gross. What I'm what saying is, is you might be able to... Uh, Buy this website off them. Zhuzh it up a little bit. This is a dormant website for sure. Um, anyway. Anyway. Look, so, uh, Is look. it an app? Is it an app? That's uh, the thing. It, well, shall we Well, look? now it's the thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me your money. Look, this is, this, is kind of, this is kind of a moot point as far as I'm concerned. Because, look, why, why do we have... Why do we have... We can have two kinds of... The same thing. <laughs> it's about Very marketing. It's about we marketing. We can have two kinds of the same thing. Imagine if the, the imagine if the person who invented the burger was like, oh, you you can't you can't make. Maybe imagine if they patented a, a burger and it said you can only have one type. You can only have burgers or ours, and and then there would be no McDonald's. There'd be no. <clears throat> there'd be no um. Burger King, what am I doing here? This is such a shit point. Um, My only counter argument to the idea of Pocket Chef um, having more than one of them is trademark law. You're not, you haven't invented a product which is universally known. We're not arguing about whether hamburgers can exist. You're trying to launch a brand. You can't launch the same brand. You can't come out and say, "Hey, I'm McDonald's." And I make <laughs> I make hamburgers. Come along to my McDonald's. <laughs> so um, look, I think. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think that I can market this as an app, streamline it. Fuck Supercook, fuck the other Pocket Chef. This is an app called Pocket Chef, not made in 1994. And it's an it's a slick app. I want all the I want I want two mil. I want two million dollars. Nick? Nicholas? I'm Mr. letting Shadow. you finish your pitch. I want two million dollars. I want more I want double what you had. Because I heard that conversation by the way. <laughs> yeah, you you're waiting outside. More, you should have got way more. Uh, <laughs> um I want two million I'm gonna get the best app designers or developers, whatever they're called, nerds. To work on this app, um, and it's going to be the slickest. And most of our most of our budget, Mister Shades, is going to be on marketing. 
and we're going to get Taylor Swift. I've already I've already thought about emailing Taylor Swift people. You're getting Taylor get Swift song. for two million dollars. Thinking about t- no less than that, less than that. I was thinking about giving her get like asking asking her if she'd be willing to do it for like a K. Oh, one hundred K, hundred K, hundred K. But like a new song, a new song. So when you open the app, you get a new Taylor Swift song. Yeah. Can you give me a sample? Like, like, I assume it's food related. Yeah. It's about, it's like, Pocket Chef, Pocket Chef, Pocket Chef. It's like something like that. It sounds like she's singing Bucket Chef, which is just a chef that... She is singing carries bucket a bucket. Chef. She's oh, singing she... bucket chef, but that's because she, that's because chef. it was che- it was cheaper cheaper to get her to say bucket <laughs> chef. Yeah, there were trademark <laughs> issues with pocket chef, so we and ended we... up being bucket <laughs> yeah. chef. We tested it, and bucket chef people mostly just thought <laughs> it was the bucket roof. chef, so it was all good through the roof. Everyone loved it. <laughs> yeah, um, and so it's mostly marketing, okay. mostly gimmicky. Um, okay. okay, flash mobs, uh, sky yeah. riders, that sort of thing. All, all of that cheap shit. <laughs> plus one. All of the cheap plus, shit, baby. So Sky Riders, Flash Mobs, and Taylor Swift singing Bucket Chef. That's most of your <laughs> two million set. Two million spent. Are you in your way out? <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually already an investor in PocketChef.com, um, so I feel like I'd have a conflict of interest, um, obviously going back 20 years now. So uh, I'm going to remain loyal to my existing brand. I'm very sorry. So good, so good. That's Thank all right. You. You've got another. You've got another idea out there. Um, yeah, but I led with the best one. So, <sighs> yeah, I think it was. I mean, the the truth is, it was a good idea. It's just you know, first to it. I have a lot of those, to be honest. I've thought of a lot of things. I'm, I'm pretty sure Carl Pilkington <laughs> has literally said this before, exact said this before. That I have had inventions before that. I later found out existed. And I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure if I've just been like subconsciously picking shit up. Um, but or you're just also a genius, but out of time. Or I'm a genius, just a bit too late. Yeah. Alas. Alrighty, you ready for uh, <laughs> item number two? I'm ready. How many times has this happened to you? Beep beep beep. Walk 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 walk. Click. Oh, these dishes just aren't clean. My housemates put a bowl on top of a bowl and it's still covered in soup. Well, not anymore. Introducing the Ferris washer. Traditional dishwashers use an outdated tray and spinning arm system that only cleans where the water sprays. The Ferris washer combines everything you love about dishwashers with everything you love about country fairs. Simply insert your dirty dishes into one of the eight moving baskets and marvel as the robotic arm rotates them through an omnidirectional water jet matrix that cleans from every angle. It is like a tumble dryer for your crockery. The Ferris washer works on all your usual kitchenware. Bowls, plates, cutlery, glasses, mugs, serving trays, cake forks. Champagne flutes, baking trays, slow cookers, murder weapons, chopsticks, and croque and bouche faces. Don't clean up with your old 1800s dishwasher technology. <laughs> clean up with 1600s Bulgarian fairground technology. It's the Ferris washer. The Ferris washer. 
I honestly don't understand this. What break it down for me in you know Ferris layman's terms? How there's like baskets on the outside of a wheel, right? And they move around and they always stay vertical, yeah. right? So they're they're hanging and they're loose. Okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. I wasn't clear. Can you explain to me the concept of a Ferris wheel? Okay. So it's a large human scale structure where people sit in it and go around and they go up and then they go down. It's kind of a thrill. Now, miniaturize the Ferris technology and think like a front-loading washing machine. But on the inside of it are all of these baskets which remain horizontal but rotate, right? So they, they you have like eight pods which rotate around in a circle. And then in the middle, in like a, the axle of a wheel right you have a a water jet spray which fires water at all kinds of angles so that as the plates go around in a 360 degree loop they get shot at from every angle there's no blind spots there's no parts that don't get covered because the plates are always moving stupid uh, okay, you've, you've really, you've, okay. N- no. What, Why? can you prove, can you prove that you just, so how, okay, I've got a couple of questions. <sighs> can you prove that, one, can you prove that your Ferris wheel dishwasher. Ferris washer, trademark. <laughs> <laughs> can you prove that it cleans better than a just like a good dishwasher cuz i've got a shit dishwasher and it cleans pretty damn good but well and but, is this going to cost lots of money cuz it sounds like it's going to cost and thirdly is it going to be see through because the only it's definitely see through benefit it sh- it needs to be see through that's definitely see through i've you always know, wanted, wanted to see through dishwasher wheel. and can you put little like Pets on? Can you put pets in there? No, you can't put. And just throw it dry wash for a dry wash. No, you can't. It's not for humans. What if you've got rodents? What if you've got rodents? You could put a rodent in there, but not turn it on. Yeah, a dry wash just for a ride. Because now we're talking. Okay, you want? If I could put my pet rat, you want a rodent wheel. I want to put my rodent in a miniature Ferris wheel inside a box that I can look at. Without drowning them. <laughs> That's what I want. Well, I'll, I'll ask the programmers to be able to turn off the water. The problem with that plan is you might go on, um, you know, you haven't had your coffee yet in the morning. You put your um, cereal bowl in. You turn on the machine. You're like, great, this will be clean when I get home. Oops. Last night, Penny was showing her mouse the Ferris wheel. Didn't turn it back off the, um, the dry run. Now just my yep. plates are going around in a circle all day. Not going to be clean when I come home. So yeah. we're going to need some pretty clear mm, signage as to what mode it's on. But I think it really solves that problem of idiots. Because when you've got idiots using a regular dishwasher and they put plates on top of other plates and you get them out and you're like, Ugh, why did you think this was going to work? You've put one thing on top of another thing. It's not going to... The water comes from underneath. You can't put a thing on top of a thing, you fucking idiot. You can't put things on top of things. Well, here's the answer. You make all of the things move around in a circle with a Ferris washer. 
Can you describe to me what the basket looks like? You know how, uh, like, a, a classic cutlery basket? You'd have one which yeah. is like a classic cutlery basket. You'd have it's one kind of which... like rectangular. Yeah, right? rectangular, like a, like a hanging sort of handle off a, off a thing. Yeah. Um, but then the other ones, like, you'll have one which is more just like the classic, the, the pointy spikes, so you could slip some plates on by themselves, and you have one which is a little bit, like, more of a, a shallow tray, so you can put all your mugs in it, you know. And then you've just got, like six different kind of baskets going around in a circle. Yeah. And they all just kind of motor their way around. I'm having a tough time visualizing this as a a decent product. Well, I have commissioned Fisher Paykel to draw up the plans for me. Have you heard of Fisher Paykel? Never heard of him. Well, they're, they're big in this space. They're not big the, in space? Not the, they're not not in the rat wheel space in the in the washing space. They sound like a company that um that does uh, seafood and then forgot about something else and they were like uh fish um uh, pickle. <laughs> half a joke. Is that, is that the worst joke <laughs> I've it's ever half... made on this book? <laughs> I'm sure that it is not. Um, so here's what I'm after. Okay. Fifty million dollars, you get no percentage or return. Done. I didn't even need to take my top off. Well, you don't need fifty million dollars. I do need uh, prototyping. Um, I mean, we're literally going to need <laughs> test rats, um, so it's going to be a complicated and years-long procedure. Um, plus, crockery is expensive. Have you ever tried to buy a plate? So much more than you think it is. Never tried to buy a plate. Not once. And they be given plates. That's, yeah, I believe that. <laughs> Look, uh, <clears throat> if you came in here with, what did you say? Fish and, fish and pike, fish and, fishes and pikelets. Have you really not heard of Fisher Pike? Uh, did you make them up? Are they? What I don't know what you're doing here. Fisher, Fisher Parker is a real dishwasher company. Yes, I've heard of them. Of course, I have. Fisher I've got Park. one. No, you don't. Yes, you've I do. A, you've got a Bosch. I've got Bosch. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just tell people I've got a Fisher Parker. <laughs> For so status. Stupid. Yeah, you've always <laughs> you've always been a bragger. <laughs> Um, I have a tough time visualizing the product, and for uh-huh. that reason, I wish you'd come in with some drawings, because for that, I I cannot invest without seeing what it's going to look like and without some test runs. Because what they usually do at Dragon's Den is they come in with a sample prototype. Yeah, and you, didn't, you didn't do that. <laughs> you also didn't strip before you came in here, and the last guy did, and now I'm just kind of used to it. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, no dice. You know that um, you probably never had this feeling, but I had that had this feeling a lot when um, when you'd go to class, like in school or at uni, and you'd have to like present something, and you completely underestimated how much work you needed to put in, <laughs> and. 
the like you're just sitting at the back of the class, and then the first the first kid goes up and just like knocks it out the park, and you're just like fuck. <laughs> it's a little bit how I'm feeling right now. <clears throat> okay, so well, I've I've still only had one success, so. <laughs> but I could have just sabotaged you because I was feeling spiteful. No, um, Michael, you wouldn't do that. Okay. So my ne- my next this is your last idea. We're doing two each for my next pro- my, yeah. <laughs> my final product is Are you the line. same guy? I just, I just need to mentally No, I'm a different you, guy. I'm a different guy. You're the guy, guy. that that came back in a second no. time or have you put on a wig? I'm I'm a different guy. Okay. Completely different guy. Um <clears throat> Hi there. What's your name, sir? My name is Benito. Benito. Benito del Toro. Benito del Toro. Welcome to Dragon's Den. Thanks dun, for dun, dun. me. I'm Spanish, by the way. I took that from your name. I was considering doing an accent, but then I thought you might turn me off. So I won't do it. Um, I'm Spanish. My parents are Spanish. Well, you're, you're I, grew, first I grew up here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's your backstory, Benita? <laughs> so Do you speak my, Spanish at home? I have no idea. I can say, I can count to five. Wow. So they really yeah. went like full integration. Full integration. I can count to five. I can say, you fucking cocksucker. Oh. And I can say, I want a divorce. Because that's just two. things I picked up when I was yeah a young little um, I don't even know what the Spanish word for is for a child bambina yeah let's go with that I think that's a, if you put an art on the end that's a girl <clears throat> um so any siblings Benita I have two brothers and sisters okay I regret two. I regret it now <laughs> you know I just I lock in. I lock in. I found the character. You know, you know that's what happens. <laughs> but you can't be racist to the Spanish, though. <laughs> can you? You'd be racist to anyone. You can be racist to anyone, but you can be. You can. It's fine to be racist. Do you to know why "cracker" is a is a slur for white people? I mean, it's mm. not. It's not a slur, but do you know why? Where the the term comes from? Mm-mm. Whip cracker. It was from African Americans referring to the white owners who would, you know, crack the whip and force them to work. No shit. I, I honestly would have guessed that there's like white people just liked crackers <laughs> with cheese. Yeah. No, <laughs> Is I, that why? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I only just learned it myself somewhere recently. I don't remember where I saw it. All right. So <clears throat> my product, I'm going to pretend to do an australian accent right now oh brilliant. my product my product is a cologne oh we've got the scent we've got the name okay we've got the face so you've got the scent as in you've made it we've we've made or you just know it. what you want it to smell like we yes we know what we want it to smell like haven't made it we've done a few test runs we're okay. honing it okay it's smelling good by the way who's we good my team how many people in your team 11 Eleven people. Eleven. Are people they all Spanish Australian? No, they're French. They're French. You can't, you, fun fact: you cannot make a cologne 
There's nothing uh, in Cologne. There's nothing in France. Well, isn't Cologne yep. in Germany? Yes, but uh, but but they out they yes they do. But that, that the term comes from Germany. Yes, but the <coughs> sorry flu. Why are you sweating so much? Is this a side effect uh, of your cologne? Nervous. Um, Do you not but, believe in sorry, your product? What was that? No, I believe in my product. Stand up straight. Matt. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Dad. Uh, fuck. Missed the shit up. Oof. That was weird. It's dead at the start. All right. So, um, it's a cologne. Uh, I've got the name. I've got the face of the company, which is the, the biggest part of... Fun fact, Nick, Mr. Shadow, sorry. The the number one uh, important the the most important thing about a about a um, a product that you smell that exists to be smelt. Think about that. A perfume or cologne or a de toilette, German, exists purely to be smelt. Smell is the human brain's deepest sense of memory deepest i can still remember the perfume of the hottest teacher in school i can still remember it but yeah you've got an advantage when it comes to smelling than most people which makes me (laughs) the perfect guy to present this cologne to you. <laughs> I should have led with that. <laughs> also hurt my feelings. Um, <laughs> can you guys just smell everything? Well, if you can. Um, What's the smell? I seriously. So, the cologne is called Mumbo Number no. 5. Baby. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to lie, started with the name. And if you're going to... I know what your first question is going to be. Uh-huh. Does it have Does snake it... oil in it? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My first question Made is going to be, do real you have the rights? Don't need them. That's the funny thing about it. Don't need it. Because it's a song. Song versus product. Different thing. Mm-hmm. How are you going to uh, advertise it? So, going to get Johnny Depp. <laughs> going to get Johnny <laughs> Depp. Savage himself. Face. <laughs> savage <laughs> Mr. Savage <laughs> um, Are you going to advertise no, with the no. song? We're Mom not going to get Johnny Depp We're getting Nicolas Cage Because we are, gonna, we are actually, I was joking before But we are actually going to push the snake The snake oil thing <laughs> it's, Has it got literal snake oil in it? It's got actual That's the pool Wow And it, the symbol is like a It's like a thing It's like a It's got Mumbo number five It's black The bottle is black But it's got like also, it's, it's indented, so you can't you can't see it. You could see it if it was like held on an angle, but it's like a snake with like a dagger going through. And but that's in black as well. It's not like standing out, but it's just like in like it's just raised on the bottle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Nicolas Cage is the face of it. So here's my uh, my first question. Okay. Do you know that it's Mumba? Not Mumbo. Mumba is the snake. And Mumbo is the dance. 
I didn't know there was a snake called a mumba. Oh yeah, black mumba. Wait, I didn't actually put that together. Why? Why are you talking about fucking snakes then? I was just thinking it's just a cool thing. It's just cool to have snakes. Okay, so you just wanted. (laughs) So you just wanted. Just so I understand the pitch, Mm. it's a cologne Mm. named after a song that you don't have the rights to. Yeah. That is close to, but not the name of a snake. But you will yeah. use that snake as the logo, which will be spruiked by Nicolas Cage. Well, uh, on your suggestion, willing, or depending on what your offer is, if it makes you more enticed to invest, willing to change the, which I think is actually better, to Mumba Number Five, and have a black Mumba on the front because that I was always I was I was like eighty percent there already. So, it makes way more sense. um, If that's the case, then I'm going to need a 60-40 split, given that I've now contributed the significant portion of this development. Dude, you can have 80. You can have 80 if you want. Okay. How much are you looking for investment-wise? How's 50 million sound? 50 million sounds... You know what? 70. I'll give you 70. 40. Okay, 40. Yeah, that's better for me. That's less money that I have to spend, obviously. Um, so yeah. that's that's cheaper then. Don't need it. Don't need it. Superfluous. Um, you know what? So I'll tell you where the I'll tell you where the money's going. The money. To, you know what? To create a cologne uh-huh. that smells as desperate as Mamba Number no. Five. Uh, you don't actually need that much money. Well, um, for forty bucks, I assume not. No, forty. But what? Forty bucks. You yes, yeah, we did a deal so for forty, 40 bucks. Mil. Forty mil. No, I said fifty mil. mil, and then I said seventy mil, and then you said uh, forty. So I said yep, and then so forty forty bucks, obviously. Well, I guess a deal's a deal. A deal is and a I deal. We that, should. So, so you know what? I could probably do it for forty bucks. I'm eighty percent invested. So your your <laughs> return on this is is basically 36. eight bucks. You're, yeah. gonna, you're gonna get eight bucks out of this. It's more than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was thinking the um, the this is where it could get dicey, but we want to be controversial. Um, we want. What do you think Nick Nick Cage smells like? By the way, I think he smells boozy. He's definitely and... going to have an undercurrent of like a whiskey. Yeah, but not like on his breath, just like in his yeah. clothes. Uh, in, like just from like his, his jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think it'll also have a sort of, there will be a hint of some sort of uh, like greasiness, like just, just yep. a hint of whether it's just natural and he hasn't worn deodorant in a couple of days, or yeah. he like walked through a KFC before getting there. And there's just, a, there's <laughs> just a whiff of like poly unsaturated fat. <laughs> So good. I w- the only thing I would add to that is maybe like ha- the smell of like hairspray. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just aerosol. Just a little bit, you know, like rich rich guys with... I think this could be a segment all on its own. What does celebrity <laughs> smell like? <laughs> um, most of the money is... Obviously, we've outsourced yeah, spray, yeah. the whole thing to France, which, as you know... To France yeah. or to Germany? 
outsource it, outsource the work and the production to France, which okay. they labor there is so cheap. Um, why aren't you so, doing it in your um in your native ancestral home of Spain? Because we're gonna to have to for, because the biggest market in the world for colognes and perfumes and eau de toilettes is France and France. Uh, France, sorry. <laughs> um, I think we've done a deal for our uh, cologne line. Cool. See you in. Yeah. Uh, look, that's a successful thing. Uh, one sale each. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, one opportunity to go take my Ferris washer to another willing bidder. Um, we're going to put all four of those uh, products up on Facebook. Um, uh, if you want to invest in them or, or wish, you know, the idea that you think is the strongest, um, jump on our Facebook page and give us the old, uh, the old rate. Love it. Um, if you've enjoyed this kind of thing, um, or you have your own, uh, product ideas that you want to pitch to us, please get in touch. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash deep twitter.com forward slash deep Send your questions and comments to deep at gmail.com. And rate us on iTunes. Head to iTunes. Give us the old uh, star rating. You know, tell people that you like us. It would be nice. We're going to be on Spotify soon. Yeah, actually, I, I, sh- I will look into that. Yeah, I forgot about that. I think I think it's good to to. I've listened to some just really great episodes of podcasts lately, and you know, how you can like share songs. In, yeah. in, I think Instagram story is a good way to do it, but it's not, it's, it's fleeting. So it's just like, Hey, I listen to this. And it, it's not like, it doesn't have that much like weight to it. So it's a, I think popping up good podcast episodes on Instagram story is a nice way to share a really good episode. What, what, what podcast do you listen to by the way? Uh, currently, what am I listening to? Do you listen to many? Yeah, well, it comes and goes depending on what's in season. Um, I listen to The Watch, which is a, a TV show podcast. There's a, a twice a week um, sort of summary of what people are watching and and episode recaps and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I listen to Still Untitled, the Adam Savage project. That's um, Adam Savage from Mythbusters. He has a podcast, which is just a nice half hour talking about okay. crafting and uh, um, yeah, what he gets up to. Um yeah, I dip in and out of uh, my brother, my brother and me. Uh, I listen to Conan O'Brien needs a friend. I listen to the Adventure Zone for some D and D role play. Uh, if there's a movie that I've seen that I'm um, interested in knowing the opinions of, I'll jump in the slash film cast because they uh, oh, that's um, a good one. They have a good sort of coverage of stuff. I'll I keep an eye on like uh, Dax Shepard, um, armchair expert. And um, uh, Andy Richter, and if there's a guest that I'm interested in, I'll listen to that. Yeah, what's Andy Richter's podcast like? It's actually pretty decent. Um, <laughs> it, uh, there's like quite a few I haven't listened to in terms of um, disinterest about the guests, but when there's someone that I do like, um, like he had Dax Shepard on, um, and so it was two people who basically do the same podcast talking about that to each other, which was quite <laughs> interesting. I really don't like on like right off the bat. I don't like Dak Shepard, but his podcast is kind of making me like him, and he's he is actually very honest on his on that podcast. And he's like, very um, 
eloquent <clears throat> as well. You think so? Yeah, I I I, I he's think he's very more eloquent vulnerable. than I than I thought he was, and, and more. He basically. Um, sorry, I I've noticed that like he goes, he has a guest on, and he almost every time I've listened, he's gone on and said I. I thought you hated me when we first met. And it's an interesting insight into like this Hollywood clicky thing. And I like, he's, uh, he's, I really do actually like his podcast. I couldn't give a shit about him outside of that podcast, but he's, uh, he's, I do like, I do like it a lot. Yeah. Um, I listened to the good place podcast. Uh, that's, that's sort of that the, new season's out, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, it's, so that's final again. season, final season. I listened to um, talk show with John Gruber, um, and then the last one that I listened to is that what well, of significance is in the dark, which is that crime podcast, um, which has had a, a fairly interesting um, second season because it, the case went to the Supreme Court in the um, followed it all the way to the Supreme Court, which is pretty amazing. Cool. We listen to pretty different stuff. <laughs> yeah. What what's uh, on your hit list? I, I just pretty much just listen to, I only really like interviews. I don't like to be informed. Um, what? I, <laughs> so telling. <laughs> we just, we'll leave all those jokes unsaid. I listen to Freakonomics. I do like that. Um, but it's just like, I, I love, my favorite podcast is Adam Buxton's podcast. Um, do you know him? I know the name, but I don't know who he is. He's like he was went he went to school with Louis. He was on like Specs and Specs and stuff. He's on a um, big fat quiz and all that stuff. Wait, just... wait, wait. What? Yeah, went Adam to Buxton. school with Louis. He went to. Oh, sorry. Did I say? Did I say? Did I not say the last name? Then? No, that was in, very important. He went to school with Louis Theroux, not Louis C.K. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So he went to school important. with Louis Theroux. Yeah, and then his high school buddies with him, and then he he's on Big Fat Quiz. You would have seen him around, I yeah. think. But he's like he's, um, sort of roundish with glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I really think why I love him so much is that I think that I he is me and like a fifty year old me. I think I'm pretty sure that's exactly what I'm gonna be like when I'm. 50 years old well i'll have to go and listen and then decide whether i want to keep hanging out <laughs> i'll be dead by then <laughs> yeah so you want to talk about joker can we yeah you see joker oh I, okay this is what i think about joker you know i i i have had a couple of profound i felt like i've had profound moments watching a film in a cinema. One of them, when I saw There Will Be Blood, 2007, when I went and saw that, it changed It changed things. It changed how I felt. I had such a visceral reaction to that movie. Didn't even know Didn't even know why. I couldn't understand it. Then I had to go back and watch that movie six times. I had the same kind of response to The Joker. I just thought it was phenomenal. Wow. I thought the... The, I thought the acting was great. I loved, I loved what it was trying to say. Just loved everything about it. Did you like it? I yeah, I really did like it. I agree that um, the performance from Joaquin Phoenix is uh, very, 
very impressive. Um, it reminded me, this is a film I haven't seen, um, but it reminded me um, via cultural osmosis of uh, The Machinist and uh, Christian Bale's kind of insular, awkward, yeah. skinny um, psychosis. Um, actually, maybe yeah. I have seen The Machinist. You would have seen it. That's, maybe that's Nolan, right? You... No? Yes? No? The Machinist? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the Machinist. The Machinist. I know. Um, <laughs> but, but if you're I, I, I can't remember. Maybe it is. I don't know why I'm blanking on who directed that. I didn't think it was. Didn't he go like... Oh, I don't know. Um, anyhow, that, that, that Christian Bale performance and that um, Joaquin Phoenix performance f- felt reminiscent for me because... He does such unsettling things with his body. I just like he, he's sitting around shirtless for a lot of the time at home, and every time the camera moves in on him, it looks wrong. Like he's just his body's contorted weirdly, or his like shoulder blades like stuck behind him in a strange yeah, way. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like such an interesting it's choice. Like Gollum, it's, in a way, it is. It? it really, and it's such. It's, yeah. It all it does is unsettle you. It's like yeah. It's like a um, a horror movie when you see like the the possessed, you know, woman, you know, crawl along the floor or something. And every time it shows this guy exposed, it it, it deliberately frames him and he's deliberately contorting himself in a way that feels other. Um, and I, yeah, I, I thought he was really compelling in the role. Um, I, I had some plot niggles. Um, I suppose... Well, what are they? Well, I was, I was just about to say, I suppose we should um, delineate a spoiler section if, if people haven't listened to, uh, uh, haven't seen the movie yet. So maybe maybe we'll just hold off some of those things and just talk more generally for a little bit and then we'll, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll call a spoiler window. Um, but yeah, so I, I had a couple of plot niggles, um, but I was really, almost from the opening frame, I was just in it. I was just captivated by this main character um, yeah as soon as he did this he, um yeah this is not very and then he's like uh like yeah that was I pulling was his lips scene. up into a smile i'm like yeah. just the way he did that you're just like oh fuck we're, we're all right we're deep diving now cause... yeah it, it really yeah. is um a, a truly compelling sort of performance and it's, it's so amazing very emotional well. movie you, you, you know, think so in many ways yeah, T- tell me more about very... that. Well, look. What kind of emotion? I, I related to him, man. Interesting. I, I, I like, I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm somewhat reluctant to say that, but I, but I did. There were certain moments in that that really made me sympathize with him. And not oh, absolutely, that. yeah. I think I think he is very sympathetic in in many ways. And look, look the uh, the. There was a, there's a, I, I need to like reveal things about. Okay. The plot. Um, we well, well, let's, let's just say that both of us really like this film. Um, and we are about to talk about spoilers about it openly. So if you haven't seen it, um, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Fuck off. Okay. Spoiler zone. We're talking spoilers. Um, it's not even that much of a spoiler, but there was, there was a scene where the, when he, when he starts to go to the comedy clubs yeah, and he wants to, he wants to, 
wants to go. He wants. Uh, he wants to be stand up. It's really. He wants to do stand up, but he's he's laugh. He's he's gone there with his notepad. Yeah, and he's so enthusiastic. He's laughing at all the wrong things. Yeah, he's not laughing when everyone else is laughing. Yeah, and he doesn't get it. And he doesn't get that everyone's laughing at him. And then when he gets that everyone's laughing at him, he's he can't take it. Yeah. And there's 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 a that's an that's an extrapolation of a feeling that I've got. Like I don't have it to that degree, but like some maybe on some like childhood level that that maybe that um you know this fear this fear that I'm sure everyone's got to a degree of being laughed at or not yeah, being no one wants the to be, joke. Yeah, the butt of the joke is or not so terrifying and and makes me makes me feel hurt for him yeah so much that i i mean i love that i love that the movie I, that's my that's why i love movies so much i love it when i feel that i love yeah. it when i feel like this such a true it feels like such a true emotion that the mood that the movie made me feel yeah um and i felt so profoundly sorry for him and then and it also was such a such a such a timely movie in terms of, you know, the rise of, you know, incels and yeah, uh, but not necessarily like, like you said on the, on the, your movie club post, it's not necessarily, it's, it's never condoning any of that. It's never condoning. It. It's just showing, it's showing, a, it's showing how maybe how someone like that can be created by society in a way. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't bother you that 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 the society that it's depicting is very explicitly not our society. Like it, it is, it is a different world that we're in when we go into that world, and and it doesn't mean that it's not trying to be human or relatable or connected to ours. But it is also, it, it's it's high seventies, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we don't even yeah, explicitly okay. know I what. Look, I didn't even, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it was set in the set. I didn't I, it certainly feels it, but yeah, they they never yeah. say it's nineteen seventy six in Gotham City. You know. Yeah. Um, I th- I thought De Niro was miscast. That was my gripe with it. Yeah, I, I think he is, but I think that's also like so. Part of my niggles about it were, um, I I I never <laughs> unless you're doing something different, you don't need to show us killing Batman's parents in every single fucking. <laughs> Batman movie, um, so did they kill Batman's parents in the movie? Yeah, uh, okay, yeah. So what, you know how Thomas Wayne he has this whole fascination with Thomas Wayne, right? That's Batman's dad, um, Bruce Wayne's dad. Oh, um, uh, okay. So he goes out to the mansion and he tries to speak to the guy because his mum, who it turns out is also psychotic, had this fixation on him and thought that they were together and that he was um, Arthur's father. I honestly didn't put the Wayne thing together. Yeah. So that's that's Batman's dad. Um, okay. And then at the end of that film, when the riots and stuff break out, um, Thomas Wayne and his um, wife and Bruce run out of the theatre and then this guy in a Joker mask follows them down and then shoots Thomas Wayne and rips the pearls off the, the wife and shoots her and then the the kids left standing. That's the Batman origin story, right. and that has been at the start of the Christopher Nolan trilogy and the um, Zack Snyder trilogy, and it, just about every Batman property always does that 
that scene of the the pearls shattering and the the parents falling over in the alleyway. So that that's a that's that's a that's a that's ha- that's the staple of the that's, story. That's d- default Batman origin story. Oh, and okay. my argument is, you know, much like seeing Peter Parker be bit by a spider, we just we know it all so much. This was not a movie that needed to be about Batman at all. Yeah. It was interesting enough on its own terms that I didn't feel like I needed to see that sort of origin for the the hero that would come you know it could have just been mm. left there ambiguous um right. so so that sort of tie-in didn't work the most interesting part of it again and this is something that you probably won't have latched onto, to uh, but when they're talking about the fact that um that his mum thinks that thomas wayne was arthur's dad that's a really kind of interesting thing to do to Batman canon, which is to make the Joker um, like half brother to Batman. Um, but because well, that would be a trope in itself, wouldn't it? Because it, it would like the be. evil twin, then like it 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 would be. But at the same time, it's a different. It's it's a change up from the normal. Take, yeah, so okay. it, it could have been interesting if they committed to that. But because the reality is that her, his mum was delusional they they pull away from it. Um so at that point it kind of makes me wonder why you needed to have that entire element in the film. Um well you th- you're thinking that that's the studio push and pull. The studio so. is yeah. probably saying please come please can we link can we, this up can we get somehow, Batman guys? in here somewhere please, please guys. Please. Um, um uh, and so I know you guys are saying right now no sequels. Joaquin, yeah. Joaquin you're shaking your head. I know you're saying <laughs> no sequels, but can yeah. we just we leave the door. We just talk about it. Maybe, maybe. Let's talk about it sometime. Yeah. Um, I hope and so they the, don't the do other a thing. To that. Yeah, I don't know where you go with it. Um, the uh, the other thing. So I I was a little bit kind of. How did you feel about the layering of the sort of tragedies that go through his life? Because he he's obviously sort of mentally disturbed. He's he's obviously like um, quite. Um, you know, mistreated at work, living with his mother, um, beaten up in the alley, uh, you know, harassed on the train, like all of these kind of problems and stuff. And then he starts to discover his backstory is a lie, like what he thought was true about his his mum and his parents were a lie. And then they drop in the old faithful, like, oh, um, dad was abusive to me and, um, you know, beat me up as a child. And then she, lo- in fact, no, it's, it's, she locked him up or something and forgot about him cause she was crazy. And so he went, you know, like the child abuse of it all. And I just want, are, like, are you arguing that's too much? I, when it got to the, oh yes, he was <clears throat> abused as a child. I just kind of thought, I, I already believe that he's damaged enough. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't need <laughs> the child yeah. abuse backstory. Yeah, um, that might be a fair point. Um, and then it's not something that came up uh, that I thought of, but I think yeah. And and so those are sort of two minor things. The, the, my biggest scrap with it were uh, was as you say, De Niro. Um, I, I just didn't find that his final speech worked for me. When he gets on the yeah. talk show and he sits down and he sort of has a bit of a ramble, I just I I thought the moment that he went like anywhere vaguely off script. I just didn't buy that he'd just keep talking and that, that De Niro's no. character would just sit there and like, or the audience would just sit there yeah. or the producers would just sit there. Like, yeah. I, I just, that it felt like too it's, much it's of a, a contrivance for him to get choice. all the way through it. 
Yeah. And yes, I think strange to go to. Strange casting choice from a guy who is so bad on late night talk shows as a guest. He's the worst. It gives nothing. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not convinced. He doesn't have the energy. You're talking De Niro. At all, man. Yeah, De Niro. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. It doesn't have the of... energy at all to be a late night host. I think they, I mean, they were kind of looking for, they, they had to look for an old white guy, right? They're looking for clout or like someone who looks like they've got clout. And yeah, it was fine. But if you. It would have been really fucking interesting if they'd been able to get like Letterman. Or something like that. If if you got Letterman in that role, yeah, playing a different character, not not as him, yeah, not as himself, but like Mm. someone who you just buy in that role. Who has? I think Letterman would have taken Letterman would have taken you out of it and into reality. You're probably true, but I mean, you you can't you can't look at him at at De Niro and be like, oh yeah, that's anyone but De Niro. You're still thinking the same thing. That's true. That's true. The the other yeah. way that you could go, which again, then this kind of undercuts the, um, if you're looking for someone who feels like they've got clout and presence, you could have cast, you know, like a character actor who you don't instantly know, but who's who can just embody that role a bit more. Michael Douglas. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they're looking for a, they like want a De Niro, they name. want the name they want the name i mean i don't i'm not sure if yeah. they necessarily use the de niro name on the poster from memory either but i guess you know yeah if you got de niro you used to you yeah <laughs> de niro's not right for this <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh but yeah so so that last scene where he, he finally gets his chance to say his piece and take out you know like five minutes of of this show on just a random kind of rant when he then com- confesses to a murder and no one immediately goes cut. All right. We're wrapping up everybody. <laughs> Call the police. Thank you very yeah. much. Let's get him off stage and yeah. see you later. Um, and the other thing, which was silly as well, for, like for me is once he kills um, <laughs> De Niro, the other two guests on the couch next to him just still sit there. <laughs> like, a, the host has literally been murdered, like one meter to their left, and they just sort of sit there on the couch, a bit like, "Oh, should I? Am I still on camera? Am I allowed? Should I? Can I get up?" <laughs> just, I didn't buy into the reality of that scene, which is a shame because so much of the rest of the film was was really engrossing, and that just yeah. took me out of it a bit. It's uh, sort of a um an interview with Joaquin Phoenix on Jimmy Fallon the other day. And I looked at the YouTube comments and um, one of the comments there that made me laugh was like, uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix goes on a talk show, people who have seen Joker and then just like the shocked emoji. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. what, what do you, how many bags of popcorn are you giving this? Uh, what's, uh, mm, I'm giving it... Out of seven. I'm giving it two and a half popcorns out of three. I like it. Throw, throwing the framework right out the window. <laughs> I like it. What are you giving two me? Two and a half. Uh, I... The, the disparity between the critic score and audience score is pretty interesting on Rotten Tomatoes. Have you No, I, that I out? don't see that. What's the audience score? They don't like it. Audience score really love likes it. it. Critics don't. 
Well, critics, it's certified fresh, but at 69%, and audience is like 92%. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, me... I I would give it four, four and a half stars. Yeah. I thought it was phenomenal. Um, what was your reaction to the Zazie Beats reveal? Um, the girlfriend reveal? Zazie Beats. The girlfriend. The, um, the woman that you, uh, that he thinks is with him and then isn't he's been projecting that they're in a relationship the apartment woman uh, the woman with the kid i i know who you're talking about okay but well I you didn't, didn't for i'm not sure was, not sure i necessarily did they he'd been projecting that but did he kiss her i remember a scene where he's kissing her yeah that was apartment. imaginary that was imaginary yeah you know how they, they do the revelation where he like i went her i apartment. went to i went I went to go get drinks at one point and I was gone for about 10 minutes and I was like, this is probably, I picked it and I thought this is the perfect time. Okay. you got that very wrong. And I missed out on checked, I missed, I missed out on 10 minutes and I really, cause I did think at the time, what the fuck was this scene? Yeah. When he just goes into the apartment and starts kissing him, I was like, I'm not buying this at all. Okay. Well, you need to go back and rewatch it. It sounds like you might already. Yeah, well, um, I'm going but, to, I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Maybe I won't say any more then. Um, well, no, you, yeah, fuck it. Um, yeah, I don't give a shit about spoilers. Yeah, no, he um, that all that stuff which is very disjointed. And you're like, wait, why is why are they making out? Why is she going to this comedy club? Why why is she at the, the hospital bed? All that stuff, really, completely imaginary. No shit, that makes way more sense. Yeah, makes me so there's even more. I'm bumping it up to four point six bags of popcorn. Yeah, so she he goes into it. He he goes into her apartment sits there in the dark on the couch and she comes out and she's like, what the fuck? What, what are you in my hat? Holy, what the fuck? Um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and that's... Oh, you remember that? And I, Yeah, I remember that. And then I remember thinking, well, you just fucking kissed the guy. Yeah. Like, don't go that... But you didn't see... Turkey on the motherfucker. We, did you walk out at that exact moment? Was that before or after? Was what before or after? Was the I was there for the moment where he kissed her in the apartment, and I was there for the moment where he was in the couch, and she was like, "Oh, what the fuck are you doing in my house, Joaquin Phoenix?" I mean, the Joker. Yeah. Well, then in that scene where you're like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" They then show a montage of all the moments where they'd shown us him and her together previously, and then they juxtapose it with one where that she's not there to show that it was all his projection. So you must oh, have maybe, seen that. Maybe I just got too drunk. <laughs> I was drinking heavily in the movie. Yeah, I can tell. Well, um, go see it again. Let me know what you think a second time. Will. Um, okay. Well, I'll, uh, what time is it there? Uh, oh, close to 11. Yeah. Very close to bedtime. Um, I had, had, a nice, had a nice time. What are we? Are you just like on a Tinder date? <laughs> I'll, call, I'll call you sometime. <laughs> I'll be able- Maybe uh, do something next weekend. I don't know. Just, I don't know. Would you want to? Would you want to do this again? again? 